Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Nun Aleph, 51, two lines from the top. We're just saying how there's... Um, until now we spoke about the level of love which a person generates for Hashem, which comes from the feeling of closeness to Hashem, which only relates to the more diminished, finite level of godliness which a person can feel close to. Um, and that level of love only also relates to a more external outer layer of the soul and not to the core essence of the soul. However, we said that the deeper uh, level of love that's aroused from a deeper part of the person's soul is generated from feeling distant from Hashem. How do you arouse that from contemplating that, how this level of godliness which we can relate to, which includes within the world, is only a very, very external ray of a ray of, God, of godliness and has no comparison whatsoever to Hashem's essence. And like we said, that even the, the name of Hashem is still removed from the world. That's just the level of Seviv Kolomim. In that, from that external ray, the same column comes a, li- a lower level of Himalayan Kolomim, and that's which actually enclosed into the worlds, but Hashem's essence is totally removed from worlds. And through this contemplation, that he realizes that um, all these external levels of godliness, the external ray which enclosed into the world, is only a ray of a ray, a totally diminished level of godliness which has no relationship whatsoever, whatsoever to Hashem's essence, he is aroused in a great desire to run, to run away from the worlds, and to run up to Hashem with a great thirst, and to become totally subsumed and absorbed in the essence of Hashem, which totally transcends existence, because he realizes that all the levels of godliness which he feels close to, which he can, he can relate to, are all just external radiations, external rays from godliness, and it's not Hashem himself. And then the person, he desires to connect to Hashem himself, not just the external rays and external um, reflections of godliness. So, like it says in the verse, it expresses this intense desire to connect only to Hashem's essence. Who do I have in the heavens and with you? I don't want anything else in the earth. So, what does that mean in a deeper sense? A person doesn't want. And he doesn't desire in the revelations of godliness which are revealed in the higher level Ganadin, in the lower level Ganadin, and in Elam and the world to come. And which is which all these levels are are hinted to in the words of Shemaim Vaaritz. I don't want anything. For, um, what who, what do I have? What is worth for me desiring in the heavens, referring to the higher level Gan Eden? And with you, what do I desire? I do not desire anything within the earth, referring to the lower level Gan Eden. I don't know. I don't want any of those revelations. Because all these levels are only a external ray of godliness, diminished ray. Rather, his whole desire and his inner deep will is only to become absorbed and, con- and consumed within the um, within the essence of Hashem, which totally transcends transcends the worlds. And then, uh, going to an even deeper level, so that's the the level of God, of love for Hashem, 
which stems from a lot deeper part of your soul. Therefore, that level, that love, that love desires for the deepest level of godliness, for the essence of Hashem, and it becomes from a feeling of 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 of, of distance from Hashem, from the essence of Hashem. But then there's a level of love which is even deeper than this, which is even deeper and transcends this love which we just spoke about from the generated from feeling distance. And this next level, the higher level of love comes from actually a feeling of closeness. And above, meaning this relates to the level of the light of Hashem. So now, we're going to explain this level of love that the soul can experience from a feeling of closeness, uh, how it relates to even in the levels of godliness above, meaning even in the godly energy, which descends and extends from Hashem, that level, that energy can also experience this love uh, from a feeling of closeness. So it's known that the godly light energy, which extends extends from Hashem. Is always has a feeling of, of of wanting to run back to its source and to become absorbed back in its source. Because this godly energy, which extends downward, so to say, from Hashem to the worlds, it's only an external ray of godliness and not the essence. It's not connected to the essence of God of Hashem. Therefore, its natural, its nature is to ascend back to the illuminary, which is the essence, which is its source, and there is the essence of that light, the essence of where um, where the light came, stems from in the first place. So its its nature is to go back to that source, back to its essence. But the only reason why the light has that, the godly light has that desire um, to go back to its original source and to become back absorbed in that source, why does it have that natural desire? It's because the light always remains attached to its source. That's the whole existence of light only exists if the source of light is shining. And once the source of light is cut off, there, there's no light anymore. So because the, the light, which is, ex- is an extension from that source, always is attached to the source, therefore it has a natural feeling to come back to that source. If it wasn't for the, its attachment to its source, it wouldn't be light. That's the whole way that light can exist, is because it's attached to the, its source, which is shining. And therefore, since it's always attached to its source, it feels its source. And therefore, it always has that natural desire to come back to its source. Like explained in another place at length. So we conclude from this. So actually, this desire that the light has to go back to its source is a this natural desire is because of its feeling of closeness, its attachment to its source. So that's how it all exists within Like I said, this all this idea of desire to come close to the essence and close to its source, which is the essence of the light, how it exists in the godly energy, the godly light, um, being that it's always attached to its source, therefore it has a natural desire to come back to its source and to connect itself back to the essence. Now in our service to Hashem, we can say, this relates to the uh, higher level of love called the love of delights, a love which is not from a feeling of, of chuka, a feeling of of longing and pining to come back to something which you're very far from, but rather a love which its whole its whole um, feeling in this love is one of delight, of feeling pleasure, 
And pleasure usually comes from when you're close to the thing and when you've already reached your, the object of your desire, you feel pleasure because you've already um, reached your goal. So this is the same idea within, uh, within, our, within our service of Hashem. It's a level of love called love of delights. To have such a pleasure, to take pleasure on Hashem to the extent that the soul wants to totally um, expire to Hashem. So how does this, when does this love happen? When the, this actual, this level of the essence of Hashem, which is totally removed and exalted from the world's mayor, actually shines and is felt in a revealed way within a person's soul, that level of godliness which totally transcends the world, which has no relationship with the world, when that level shines within your soul, then he has an in, intense pleasure from this essence of Hashem, which is shining within him. He's not, not, he's not far anymore. He feels the essence of Hashem within himself, and therefore he has a pleasure for being close to that. It's not a feeling of longing, because no, he's not far. He, now the, God, the, the essence of Hashem is shining within him. So therefore it's a feeling of pleasure now. And the, the, the feeling generated from this is one of kiloyin, a feeling of he wants to totally expire from his, his physicality, to leave that. His soul almost becomes totally um, expired and out of itself because of this intense pleasure which experience when it feels the essence of Hashem shining within, him, within it. Um, even the soul wants to, so to say, go out of its limitations, because even the soul, even though it's a piece of Hashem, nevertheless, it's a piece of Hashem which has already become created and limited to be clothed into a physical body. Therefore, it took on certain a form, at least in its external layers, it took on a form, even though in its essence it's still totally one with Hashem, but in external layers have taken on a form and a limitation. So even the soul wants to totally expire to go out of its limitations in its specific definition and form, and to go back to that essence of Hashem. As it's, as it's stated, explained in the fourth uh, part of Tanya, Simon Yudches, Epistle 18, the Mimer, which starts with this verse from Sri Hashirin. How beautiful and how sweet is the love of delights. And it speaks about this level of love, the love of delights, which comes from a feeling of closeness to the essence of Hashem. And this level of love is an even deeper, more essential love, which relates to an even deeper level of your soul, even more than the love which is, come, which is generated through contemplating how far you are from the essence of Hashem. Even though this love also comes from the... From the um, exaltedness, the rem- the removeness, so to say, of the of the essence of Hashem. So the level of love we spoke about before uh, comes from the, also the contemplation of how exalted and uh, the essence of Hashem is from the worlds, and this love also of delights comes from the feeling of the essence of Hashem within your soul. Um, there comes from the same the same thing. But the previous love is when you feel far, when that level of the essence of Hashem is far from you. And it's not shining within you. From this feeling of distance from the essence of Hashem, which does not enclose in the worlds in, in, in an internal way. It doesn't relate to them at all. Or that they you cannot receive, they cannot receive that that exalted level of godliness, which totally transcends worlds, that's brought about within a person a intense desire to run to Hashem, and a thirst, a strong thirst, with a great, uh, unlimited, unbounded love, to become absorbed within Hashem's essence. 
So that's all, however, when you realize how far you are from the essence of Hashem. And from that feeling of farness and distance, you are aroused with an intense desire and thirst to become close back to the truth, the ultimate truth, the ultimate, the essence of Hashem. And so that's the love, the, this previous love which we feel from the distance is one which can be generated and brought about and aroused in any type of soul. Just from the contemplation on how distant the essence of Hashem is from us. However, now we're talking about the love which is delights, the love of delights where you feel close to the essence of Hashem. And that is where the essence of Hashem is actually shining within your soul. And this level of love is it's only in very, very high, sublime souls. That they are actually proper vessels, containers to receive that revelation. And there shines and is revealed with them in a, in a truly revealed way within their souls, the essence, the exalted, removed essence of Hashem. Only because they are very, very sublime souls and they can take that revelation. And therefore, they can be and experience this level of great love with delights, the to take pleasure on Hashem, not to thirst for Hashem, but to take pleasure that they already received that revelation of the essence of Hashem. And that, that pleasure is expressed also, we said, in a, a desire to totally expire. The soul wants to get out of its limitations and to come back. To, to the source, to the essence of Hashem, to the essence where the, source, where the soul came from. However, all this which he's spoken about until now, the highest level of love, from the lowest level to the highest level, is all relating to levels of love. Which is expressed with the feeling of desire to leave, to, go, to leave the physicality, and to go and cleave and become attached to the source, to Hashem. So that's all the level of love. And originally we started this conversation because to understand the difference between Toyo and Tikkun, which we said at the beginning of the Mimer, is the difference in the source of Yaakov and Esav. So Toyo and Tikkun is Chesed and Gvura. Toyo being Chesed, extreme revelation, unlimited revelation of godliness, and Tikkun, where the godly energy enclosed itself in finite vessels, is the idea of Gvura and Tzimtzumim and contractions of that uh, energy. So Chesed and Gvura is also Ava and Yira. Chesed is Ava and, and Yira is Gvura. And it's known that, that love and fear are, are expressed in different movements of the soul. Love is expressed in the movement of the soul to run, to run to Hashem. And fear is expressed in the movement of the soul to come back down to this world and to be submiss- submissive to Hashem, to do His will down here. So, and love is the feeling of the, the movement of the soul to go run out of the world, to go to Hashem. And we said that love is brought about from the feeling of closeness, and not only is it brought about from feeling close, but also its whole definition is it is a feeling of closeness. It's an attachment to the one that you love. And we said that you can only have this love when it's generated through, generated through a level of godliness which can relate to you. Or it's a higher level of love, of love, of feeling of a thirst to come close to Hashem. Which that's through contemplating the level of godliness which totally transcends the world, and how all these levels of godliness which you, which relate to the world are only external rays, diminished rays of godliness, and 
how we cannot have any relationship with the essence of Hashem, and therefore you're aroused with the love of thirst to come close to that essence. And then the higher level, which only relates to more sublime souls, is the love of delights, when that actual essence shines within your soul, and you feel like you have totally become one with that essence, and your soul experiences a desire to expire from its limitations, and to be totally absorbed back in that essence, like the light, the natural desire of light to go back to its source. So that's all love, which is an expression of chesed, which is relates to toyu. The, the movement of the soul to, 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 to leave the vessel, to go up to Hashem, to leave the world. Um, however, the idea of fear of Hashem is, the, is a different movement of the soul. It's, it's expressed that the movement of the soul of returning, to come back to the world, not to leave the world and, and to leave the confines of the, the limitations of the soul and to become absorbed in the essence of godliness. Fear, when you arouse with fear and reverence and awe of Hashem, the different movement is brought about in your soul, a movement of return. Uh, you're afraid to come close to the essence of Hashem. And therefore you standing, you stand from afar because you're so in awe of that amazing, uh, and awe, you're awestruck. And therefore you move back. So, and also the, the fear comes from a feeling of a feeling of distance. So not only fear itself is a feeling of of for, of distance from that which you're being afraid of. You feel so uh, distant from it, and you 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 so to say uh, move away from it because you're so afraid of it and in awe of it. And also the fear, the feeling of fear, is generated through a realization that you are far from the thing. Like we're going to explain now, my way of analogy, the fear from a king, the fear of the king comes when you realize how great and uh, exalted the king is from the, from the nation, being that he is a, a person who, is to, in ascent, who in his very essence is removed from the people. I've spoken about before, that it's known that it says about Shlema Melech, that he from King Solomon, that from his shoulders, from his shoulders and above, he's he's totally transcends the people, meaning, um, ah, so he explains there what that means, but the the king in his very essence is exalted and above the people, not just that compared to other people he's greater than them, but no, his very essence is in a different plane than most people. And like it's the deeper explanation of this verse about King Solomon from his shoulders and above he is higher than the nation, that the level of das, which is what the, the, one of the faculties of their intellect, which resides between the shoulders, as it says in the Kabbalistic works, the das, the word, there's three different compartments where the three different aspects of your intellect reside within the brain. And the level of Chokhmah, Bina, and Das. And Das resides between the shoulders. So it says, Mishichmai Ugmaila. Shichmai's shoulders refer to the level of Das, which is between the shoulders. And Das is the level of your intellect, which relates to emotions. And like it says in Tanya, in chapter 3, that the Das is a Kiyumamidus for Chayusan. The Das, when you relate to a, the concept which you understand in your mind with your Chokhmah, Bina, when you actually bring it, when you connect to it, and you feel the concept, that's when you actually arouse real emotions for it. So, when we say, from his shoulders, from the das, and from the das, which relates to the level of the emotions of the king, because das is the source of the emotions. 
So this level of the king, meaning the Das, which really relates to as the motions of the king, is above, is above even the intellect and the brain uh, of, the, of all the nation. So we see that the king, is in essence, in his very essence, is totally above the rest of the nation. He's, not, he's on a t- totally different plane. Even his emotions are on a higher plane than the intellect of the rest of the, na- of the nation. Um, and because of that recognition and feeling of the king is being totally exalted in his very essence from us, that's why there is a feeling of fear and awe from the king. Meaning the feeling of distance from the king. You feel so distant, he's so exalted above you, therefore you're in awe of him. And that's why, and according to even to Jewish law, the king has to always remain separated from the people. Because if he becomes, you know, ming- starts mingling with the rest of the nation and becomes close to them, they're not gonna, uh, they're not gonna fear him so much. They're not gonna have reverence, proper respect, and awe of him. They're only when he's separate from them. And he's closed off in his in his palace. Then the fear and the awe of the the dread of the of the king, the reverence of the king, will be on the nation a lot more. The more closer that he gets, the more they'll appreciate him, the more they'll love him. Like we said before, that love is generated through a feeling of closeness. The farther he is from him, then the more awe and reverence and respect they'll have for the king. And that's what they need. Therefore, according to Jewish law, he has to always remain, not mingle with them, not close to them. He has to remain separate from them. And this is also the reason why we have to exalt the king. How do we exalt the king and we, so to say, make him feel separate? from the rest of the nation, according to the Jewish law, you're not allowed to sit on the king's throne, you're not allowed to ride on his horse. This is all expressions which are exalting the king, meaning setting him on a different plane from us. You're not allowed to see him when he's taking a haircut. It says, and the, the continuation there of the this law and the, and the, the Mishnah, the Halacha, that all of this of exalting the king, not sitting on his throne, not riding his horse, not seeing when he's getting a haircut, is in order that his his awe should be upon you. So the conclusion is that the fear and awe, the reverence comes from uh, the king's exaltedness, his distance from the, the nation. And similarly, not and now another example, not from just from a king, but also the fear and the awe and the reverence that a person has for the great Torah state, sage, Torah scholar, Talmud scholar, who is because of their great uh, exaltedness and their remove, their their totally being removed from the regular people. And therefore, also according to Jewish law, the Talmud scholars also have to be separate from the people and not to intermingle with them in a close way and speak their language and go down to their level. They have to re- remain a little bit removed so that the people will always remain, remain in, you know, respect them with the proper respect, have awe of them. Now we'll take from that ex- physical example back to the spiritual realms of our fear from Hashem. That the that the <clears throat> the feeling of, of fear from Hashem is generated through our contemplation in Hashem's and in, in Hashem's great uh, exaltedness and removedness from us. How how greatly removed Hashem and His essence is from from the world and from all of existence. Meaning the fact that 
from the fact that the essence of Hashem is totally removed and exalted from the world. But not only just from the lower levels, uh, the lower worlds, from our physical world, that is Hashem removed from that in His essence, but even from the higher levels of the higher worlds, the highest of even the highest worlds, Hashem in His essence is totally removed from them and totally concealed from them. To the extent that even the highest realms, the highest existences, the highest worlds have no comprehension and grasp in the essence of Hashem. Like it says in the Tukun that no thought can grasp you whatsoever. And when it says that no thought can grasp him, it's not just relating to our physical, you know, our thought, which is enclosed in our physical brains. Obviously, that cannot grasp them, uh, grasp Hashem. <clears throat> but it says, it refers to a, it's, it's really telling us something deeper, that no thought, meaning even the level of Hashem's, Wisdom, the thought, so to say, the chokhmah of Atzilus, the wisdom, how it exists in the world of Atzilus, which is the highest of the four spiritual worlds. And within those four spiritual worlds, the highest sphera within that, within those worlds, with the wisdom of Atzilus, but that still is a limited, defined level within a limited world. Therefore, it, it cannot grasp Hashem's essence. It has no, and no grasp whatsoever in the essence of Hashem. Now, getting a little even higher than the Chachm of even the primordial thought of the level of Odom Kadmoin, which we've spoken about before, this primordial thought of Hashem, which encompassed all of existence in a general way, before the details of existence were really recognizable, and this is the highest level within the within the the worlds which are called the the unlimited worlds, the infinite worlds, which transcend our finite uh, of the four levels of the chain the chain like descent of creation. There's even above that. There's called worlds. Because they still have a relationship to creation, but ain't safe, unlimited. Because they're still before uh, we've actually created any detailed details of existence. It's when all those details are absorbed within the infinite energy of Hashem. So the Machshavak Duma the Ak, the primordial thought of the Adam Kabin of this level, which transcends our framework of existence. Even that ex- exalted, sublime level has no grasp and comprehension whatsoever in the essence of Hashem. And now at the bottom of Nun Aleph, and when a person contemplates in a deep way and really focuses his thought on the amazing exaltedness of the of the essence of Hashem, then it will fall on him automatically the the fear and the awe and and dread from Hashem in His essence, how He's so so exalted and removed from us, just like the fear from the King being produced by our our realization of how exalted He is from us. Now we're at the top of page Numbeis, uh, very top of the of the line. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, 
and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelbet.gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.